The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. You know, Daryl, the video, so those on the audio podcast, um, go jump and, and look at one, the intro, if you haven't seen the intro for, uh, it was filmed at Microsoft Ignite. Uh, we need to do that again. We need to we need to get together and, and create another video intro. Um, so the next time we're together, let's make sure we do that. Yes, we have to. Otherwise, we're just going to have to come up with some um, CGI way of putting us together and making it all you know yeah. feel and look the same. Maybe I'll just I'll just fly to New Zealand and we'll. Why not? Are, are you are y'all letting people in? Yeah. Um, yes, uh, with with good reason i think this is a good reason and good look, i'll reason. take it i will take it out of our massive show budget you mm-hmm. can put an expense claim in um and put your flights against that that sounds wonderful hello everyone welcome to episode 245 is that right 245 oh, yes it is 245 we're Daniel. inching closer to to that big 250 um <laughs> I don't know why it's big, but it seems like it should be. I think we only celebrate centenaries. Oh, is that right? Um, today we are, right? July 4th. Woohoo! <laughs> Back in 1776. Anyway. Um, so today we have some uh, some topics that I think are... There's some, we have some quick ones. We'll just be honest with you. But we also have um, some interesting ones, including Cameo. Hmm. Um and and using that um in powerpoint live but um but first oh we've got to stop daryl we've got to stop 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 okay everyone right now right now make sure you like this video this audio podcast this what however you're viewing this Mm -hmm. make sure you give us a thumbs up go ahead and do that right now it's all right we'll wait everybody's actually works We've been Does getting it? more thumbs up. I think maybe oh, people okay. like our videos. They just didn't consider hitting that okay. button. Okay, great. Like it. And then, wait for it, you can take the URL of whatever of the video or audio right now yep. and share it. We had some people share the last one. We engaged on, I think it was Twitter. Hmm. So maybe we could get some people engaging with us on LinkedIn this time. Uh, just make sure you tag us. We're on socials everywhere at 365MCS. So just go out there and share. Sharing is caring. And if you yep. don't share this episode with your followers, then you don't care about them. Oh, well, that's let's rough. Go ahead and sh- let's, go ahead and sh- let's go ahead and show them that you mm. care about everyone around you. Actually, if you only cared about a portion of the show... You can use the chapter marks that we put in afterwards, so you can point people to a certain topic if you found that interesting. So that's can, another but, way but, to share it. But go ahead, and, go ahead and share right now. Just copy okay. and paste okay. or hit the share button. Just go ahead and do that right now. And just say, hey, I watched this. That's all you have to do. But remember, if you don't share, you don't care. I, I, care, I care, Daniel. <laughs> I care. Let's thank you, random citizen. Let's yes, nice. Um, let's jump into it before yeah. I get in more trouble. Well, you're going. <laughs> well, you already are. You know that expense claim I said you could make to get yourself to New Zealand. Revoked, isn't it? Revoked. Cameo, cameo, and PowerPoint Live. 
MC395422. Do we know what cameo is? Of course we do. It is when a famous person appears in a movie with a small part, such as uh, Thor Ragnarok and a few stars that recreated a scene. Next from, definition. From a, yeah. Oh, you know next how the definition. Defi- right. We have multiple definitions. You know, when you're looking in the dictionary or who knows what that is. I'm talking about yep. you know, when you do a search online, you have multiples. Let's go to the next definition. Oh, next definition. Well, how about the, the Microsoft definition, which isn't okay. really a cameo, but it kind of is. When when you're in Cameo, Cameo is a feature for PowerPoint where you can put your video feed, live feed, in as an object in the PowerPoint and you can get it to sort of move around or just be in different places. Please don't overuse it, okay? It's like one of the, the new transitions that comes out with the latest version of Office. Ooh, got to use that one more often. Um, but it's still good. It's just you're not a Cameo in your presentation. You are the main event along with the content, All right? Do you like that? Yeah, so I did. Um, no, I, I don't agree though because I think content's supposed to be the main event. Um, okay, but let's that's a philosophical discussion that we can have at another time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you are the you you are the leading role. There we go. Okay. In your presentation, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. content might be the main event or should mm-hmm. be. Okay. Well, cameo uh, as it is currently available in beta channel, not really quite yet available in targeted release for office uh or the uh what do you call it first release something channel channel early channel change the channel well, don't change, change this channel. channel though um stay with us the feature um doesn't work currently in powerpoint live so you can present on a slide deck and present and capture a whole screen but if you got into using powerpoint live with um within teams which is a great feature um cameo until now uh is has not been available funny though i'm saying it's not available but it's actually not available in powerpoint yet so right yeah um does it does this would it appeal to you daniel would you kind of use this cameo feature particularly in powerpoint live well i think um uh i have been struggling a little bit with powerpoint live and some of the shortcomings with how it works and mm. versus just sharing your screen. Not, I mean, not huge. It's just, it's different, right? When you do it that way. And so anyway, we can bring this experience a little closer and how we can make, you know, manage this. But I, what I think is interesting is, you know, we were just talking about, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a, in a show coming up, I'm sure, because it'll be announced. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rolling out in August which is the ability to split out your your shared content from the rest of your PowerPoint meeting. And so being able to have multiple windows where you can one window see the content and one window seeing uh, people and chat and all of that. Well, mm. does that then kind of erase maybe the need to do Cameo or maybe, maybe eliminate some of the need? I don't know. I, mm. I don't know. I um, it just—I guess it depends on why you use it. Um, let me ask you: what, Why do you? What do you think is the reason? Because this whole idea of putting myself on top of content is—I um, don't know—I've uh, struggled okay. with this. Yeah, yeah. So we have that. Uh, what is that called? 
presenter modes right um where you could use the ai or green screen and drop yourself over various different corners of your content um but but this just gives you a bit more control than that you're not just limited to these two corners and having to plan your content around it you can now treat your video feed as an object and when i said use this sparingly i mean it like do we really need to see it would lose its effect if you have yourself embedded in every single slide somewhere it's going to be fun for a little while but i think just as a nice intro um mm -hmm. i saw a good example of like a grid of showing who you are and what you do representing mm -hmm. yourself as a presenter that may be one of those is a live tile within a um i said live tile collage <laughs> along mm -hmm. with like yeah. pictures of other things in your life and who you are and what you do if that's your thing um, I think it could I think yes but I you know I think it could be I'm thinking about this um, gentleman uh, he's a he's a speaker on um, body language and uh, he talks about you know using your hands and mm. expressing yourself in a way that people will connect with you and <laughs> so um, you know for those on the audio podcast I, w I was doing Daniel's waving hands. his hands I was waving my hands um, but it is so I can get that a little bit, you know, if there's definitely some uh, maybe some action slides or, you know, there's some areas where you want to do some emphasis and really connect with your audience, such mm. as, you know, who I am, you know, telling them about me. But, you know, um, maybe you're running a poll in your meeting and so you want to have your video on so you can. You know, or take question and answers, but you still want to have your slides up, and mm. you know, so maybe you want to do it that way. But I would, I would discourage people from putting them on every, you know, every slide yeah. all the whole time, yeah. um, just like you said. So yeah, okay. So when is this rolling out? When will this happen? Production and GCC, huh? Production and GCC. Sorry, that's an interesting way to refer to it. Um. I mean, general yes. release and GCC yeah. is what I would right. say. Beginning rolling out early September, expect to be complete by mid-September. And we didn't actually show the, <laughs> the screenshot. Very clever boy. Okay. This is what it looked like. Hang on. Full screen. There we go. There we go. So, um, what was his name? Babek, Babashek. I forget the character's name. The the Mr. <gasps> you caught me working guy from Microsoft 365. Oh, you're talking about um, the screenshot in the message. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. The screenshot in the message. Um, he is, that's his, well, that's not even a great example, is it? He set Cameo as webcam is now no longer showing within PowerPoint uh, in the Teams experience. Right. But it's been embedded in the slide in PowerPoint Live, and that's supposed to be representative of his live uh, web camera. And I think, like, here's probably one of the more effective ways of using it. If you've got just a few key words that you're trying to make in a point mm -hmm. right up beside you, and it's all about you talking about those words, and you're not having to um, squint to see Daniel right. as a postage stamp size or, or you know, whatever. Uh, yep. That's a good example. Anyway, we have we have cameoed that one to death. <laughs> uh, nice. Let's get on to a one where we can really um, have some fun and 
talk about how bad it is. I mean, not how bad it is. No, but you have some good thoughts on this one, Daniel. Important information about your Microsoft Power Automate and Logic Apps service. MC395617. First of all, I think this is interesting because they can make the same post with the same title pretty often. Um, So it's interesting that they... Hmm that they use that because it doesn't really tell you anything about the message. Normally we talk about, wow, that's great. Um, you know, a great title of a message t- gives you an idea of what the message is about. This doesn't tell you anything about what this is. It do- doesn't but, really turn up in search, does it? Cause mm-hmm. you're looking for a keyword about whatever is in that message, yes. but it's searching the title. That's right. Remember that, uh, message center folks. So anyway, uh, so what this is, is Microsoft is deprecating a uh, connector, okay? So it's the Dataverse Legacy Connector, or CDS 2.0 connector for Logic Apps and Power Automate for your flows. And so it's done. Um, the announcement was made June 30th, and they deprecated it on June 30th. <laughs> and what? Yeah, Yep. So you could still use it. So your your flows okay. that use this connector will still work, um, actually until October of 2023. So wow. they're they're giving you a lot of time here for um, letting Is it you 2022? know. 2022. Uh, see, I, I I'm Further wondering down. if that's a because. Um, I'm wondering if that's a mistake instead of 2022 October because before they say that in the message, it says these legacy actions um, can be used in new Logic apps until October 31st of 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and then after that, you can't use it for creating new ones. But um, anyway, we'll make sure to get a clarification here. But so you're going to have a little bit of time here. the what I wanted to say about this, and so it's happening now, right? It's deprecated, and now what you need to do is go to all your flows that use this connector and change it and update your flow, test it, and make sure it works. But um, so all your flows, so if you've got a bunch of these, then go ahead and start now working on um, on updating. And that's really what I wanted to talk about here is that, um, this is, it's the architecture of the service. They mm. don't update connectors. They leave old connectors there. Um, and there's good reasons for this, I, granted. However, what this means is every time they update a connector, they create a new version of it. And you have to go back and edit all your flows that use it to update with the new one. Um, it is, it's very frustrating. And in fact, when I first used um, it was Microsoft Flow at the time. When I first started using it, when it first came out, in fact, it may not even have been in GA yet. Um, the Within a week, they had updated a connector. And so I'd, I was using a connector and it was already out of date. So I had to edit my flows that, you know, handful of them that I had created and with the new version of the connector. So um, it just, it's a bit frustrating. Um, so just... Let everybody know um, that uh, go ahead and, you know, as soon as you can, as soon as it's available and and you can start testing and everything, do it now uh, is, is my suggestion. 
So um, I'm looking at in here, and it's also talking about, um, so for Power Automate, so what we were talking about, those dates were for Logic Apps. For Power Automate, um, you won't be able to use um, the Dataverse Legacy Connector after November 25th of this year. And then existing flows that use that connector will work until May of 2023. So I'm assuming that, you know, that, that 2023 is correct. Um, so mm. you, you have some time, but don't wait. Uh, this is one of those things that, you know, it could get complicated and you need to test. So, so do that. There we go. Um, so, you know, temporarily accessing things is, is a wonderful security feature, Daryl. Yes. So tell us about um, how we can do that in Azure Active Directory. Yeah, Azure Active Directory Temporary Access Pass, MC395603. Uh, I have seen a few comments from from admins rejoicing over this one. Can I say rejoicing? They're pretty happy about it. Uh, because sometimes when we are trying to be secure, and we have multi-factor authentication or some kind of third-party token thing that we need to put into our devices to provide that, um, we can lose those things, lose our phones, break our phones. Uh, and it sometimes makes it difficult for us to set up that level of security again. Um, and so this feature, temporary access pass, is something that will allow an admin to provide you with a secure temporary way of getting in uh, as a third part as a third method of of um, authentication and then you can go in and set up your your uh, multi-factor authentication again across new devices and new things that you have uh, and there's some good uh, additional information for this about configuring it so do click on the the links at the bottom of the message uh, and you will find yeah all about how to configure the temporary access it does uh, step through some of your options too as an admin about uh, being able to change the, the lifetime of that temporary access password how long it will work and uh, of course it's one time only but it's a it's a good option for admins who rather than trying to fuddle their way through and maybe lower security to try and make it possible for people to uh, to set things up again, uh, it is still sticking with a, um, a good secure method. Which is helpful for when you switch phones and Microsoft Authenticator loses its connection to the environment and it says mm. you need to reconnect, but what if your password is you know, you've forgotten your password, you need the, so you can get in this loop of you can't do anything yeah. um, to get into the environment. So, you know, I think this is, this is very helpful. Um, that's one use case of it. Yeah. They're like, I mean, this is why you should definitely set up a couple of methods, not just rely on the mm -hmm. mobile phone number and, you know, ha have, yeah. have something uh, like the the push, I use the push notification for from Microsoft Authenticator, but also have the phone as a as another way of I can't get to my yeah Authenticator app at the moment. Can you give me a call on something? Yeah. Saying that out loud, it's often the same device. <laughs> it's it <is>. the phone. <laughs> well, and and also your phone can be spoofed. Your SIM yeah. 
can be spoofed. I mean, this is kind of one of those heavy, like this is not everyday hacker stuff. I mean, this is, you know, someone's really targeting you. Mm. They can spoof your SIM and receive your text and your calls. And anyway, I'm not a security expert, but the more you can do to lock down, but also provide access right where needed is, mm. is a good thing. So, yep. Let's move on before Lastly, I get myself in trouble. Yeah. Outlook to block new attachment file types to improve security. Hey, look, we're doing security again. MC395211. This is rolling out early July, so now-ish. Um, expected to complete by late July. And now the different versions of Outlook here are going to be blocking files to help improve security. So the Windows app so the desktop app in windows is going to be blocking the new file type of cab so those are um often they're they're kind of um, compressed files that hold other files like a zip file type um but is used for installation um, media often and then outlook on the web has got a few it's got about five there application bgi image um, img and iso those are often for imaging discs um you know whether that's a um a, a dvd disc or something else in cab and then even mac and android and ios outlook are getting other types uh blocks as well so i think what is important here is for you to if you've communicated this information to your users or you have a central place of hey, you weren't able to do something, um, here's why, um, knowledge base in your organization, you're going to need to update that. But also uh, making sure those that support your users can uh, know this information so that when they call in and say, hey, I'm trying to send this email and it's not letting me and I don't know why, then they'll know to also look for these block, new blocked file types. Um, but, you know, the... Uh, users going to get an information on hey this is not the the file type is not blocked so you need to also think about how you're going to provide users the ability to share that information if it really is legitimate mm. so yep daniel sometimes i i look at the recurring message title updates available in microsoft 365 apps for current channel ah there it is current channel it's what i was trying to remember earlier um, and if you take a closer look at, at the link um, below at the very mm -hmm. bottom, you can go to a site which lists what are those changes and those releases. Mm -hmm. uh, did you you took a closer look at this Excel um, set of updates? Was there anything? Yeah, I did. In there? Um, yes, I did. And and one of them, you know, we a lot of t a lot of my time in Excel is is formulas. Uh, you know, adding things, doing some fancy stuff. Um, and so uh, they've made some improvements on memory usage. I know that's kind of a, it's not a real pretty thing that, uh, you know, to talk about. And But it basically means you'll be able to speed, increase your speed in entering formulas. It's not going to have uh, as much lag and as much memory usage um, when you're doing the formulas. Hmm. So uh, that's the one that, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool for the Excel one and, and you looked at the PowerPoint, right? For the, for the comments. One. Yeah. Well, we work a lot in PowerPoint, not just as presentations, there's proposals as well, or, or just pitch decks. Um, 
And we co-author a lot with them as a team. And one of the, the things that um, this update brings is that your comments can be anchored to text within the PowerPoint. If you were adding a comment earlier, uh, it was often just this little object that would appear, um, and you'd have to drag it out and sort of indicate where it is. But now you can actually, just like you can within Word, your comments are anchored to maybe a, a bullet point where you've got some discussion with your team about, oh, I think we should work on the way that we're saying this particular bullet point mm -hmm. or paragraph. So that's that's going to be useful for co-authoring. Yeah, yeah that's that worth was... a quick mention. But um, that, that was um, and that was MC three nine five five eight four. Yeah, yeah. Take a look yeah. at it. Yeah, and probably a good a good page to have in in your favorites. I don't know if there's like an RSS feed for this page. That would be kind of mm. good too, right? To mm -hmm. say, oh, latest round of updates. But that is the latest round of updates from us from the three six five Message Center show for this week. Mm -hmm. uh, we realize that a lot of um, US peeps will be catching this after the fact, after the live show. Hopefully it will still bring you up to date with a few things mm -hmm. that are, um, are arriving sure. soon and that you need to prepare for. Yes, absolutely. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. And thank you for caring because I know you shared this episode out uh, to all your friends and followers. We really appreciate that. And um, we'd like to engage with you. So you got questions or thoughts or want to uh, hear others' thoughts uh, about uh, updates or what's coming, you know, throw it out there and make sure you tag us at 365MCS. And we'd love to engage with you. Thank you so much. Nice one. Okay. See you next week, everyone. Bye for now. Bye-bye.